What up? This is Yinka Diz. Peace. This is Outlaw. And you listen to the 80s Babies Podcast. And today we're coming at you with the Speak On It, the first Speak On It we've done in quite a long time. And this might be a little bit of a, an abrupt episode. So currently we're recording on Wednesday, July 23rd. I'm not sure when exactly we'll get this released, but we're going to try to get it released as soon as possible. ASAP. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Pun intended. Pun intended. Time is of the essence. So today we're going to be talking about the detainment of one ASAP Rocky, who is currently held in a Swedish prison. And yeah. he's been so since, when did he get locked up? Is it at least Three weeks ago. Three weeks ago. So we're yeah. going to be talking about that. And like I said, you know, we're recording this Wednesday night, July 23rd. So who knows, maybe by Friday or next week or whenever you hear this, the news may have changed. So... Yeah. We're going to be discussing that. So, Yinka, you brought this topic to my attention, and I'd heard about it a little bit in the news, Yeah, but I think you wanted to approach it from a different angle. So what do you got for us? It's not even a different angle. I think the reason it was hot on my mind when we were talking about what we wanted to discuss was because I was noticing, you know, on social media that some men and some women were celebrating his detainment. <laughs> and it was something that kind of just personally bothered me. Um, and so I kind of, I got into a back and forth with someone in a, in a, a sports chat group that I'm with, okay. um, that I'm in uh, shout out to all the cats in the sports chat that, that, <laughs> you know, listen to this podcast. Cause they're probably going to be like, oh, I remember this exchange. <laughs> uh, but essentially, you know, the dude came on, he, uh, he, he posted, you know, yeah, you know, ASAP Rocky thought he could get Trump to, you know, help him out. Ha ha, you know, he's he's locked up or whatever. And I was like, like, why? Like, why are you celebrating that? And he's like, you don't remember these comments. And then he posted, you know, an infographic with the comments that ASAP Rocky had mm -hmm. about about Ferguson. Ferguson which, Michael Brown. Yeah, we'll get to a little bit later. Um, and then I said, but why? Elaborate on why you you think that that merits celebration. Mm -hmm. Um, so, I mean, I'll pause there and get your thoughts and then I can, I can kind of run down the, the, the back and forth, but, um, I figured, you know, I didn't know if you were aware of the situation or if you had thoughts on it. I was mildly aware. I heard about the exchange between Joe Budden and one of the hosts of the read, which I can imagine would be, um, colorful, but, huh. Uh, let's, before we get into that perspective, let's at least, you know, give our listeners the rundown from what we understand, basically the up-to-date version as of today. So right. for those who are unfamiliar with the story, uh, my understanding of it, and you can, you can elaborate if there's more details that you're familiar with, but, uh, ASAP Rocky and his entourage are currently on a, on a European tour of sorts. And there's a festival going on in Sweden, whereas, if I'm not mistaken, ASAP Rocky is actually the headliner, or at least he was. Oh, wow. And so he's walking down the street, and he, he and his team get into some kind of confrontation with these two folks who are following them. And they, you know, they, they don't speak English very well, or at least they, they put on the pretenses if they don't speak English. And one of them kind of throws his headphones at ASAP Rocky's bodyguard who doesn't really take kindly to that and breaks the headphones. So they continue, and this is after these two individuals have been following them for quite some time. These yeah. incidents are on tape. They're on video, mm -hmm. they're on ASAP Rocky's Instagram, they're on other people's social media, this, that, and the other. They continue to follow these folks and they keep saying, hey, my headphones, my headphones, my headphones. I'm like, look, 
you hit my mans with your headphones he broke them sorry go the other way at some point words no longer matter and you know people exchange bows uh asap rocky i think is actually on camera throwing one of the individuals a good six or seven feet and asap rocky voluntarily um goes to the police station to try to clear it up they arrest him on site but not the bodyguard who is actually on camera <laughs> beating these people down. Uh, I, th- I think the bodyguard might be arrested too. No. I heard that there were two people in custody. Yes, but not the bodyguard. Ironically, oh, the wow. bodyguard was not arrested. There were uh, two other, okay. two of his other, two other members of his entourage were arrested. They were probably the people okay. who were seen on camera uh, stomping out these individuals who were following the, and harassing them. Not to mention, these same two individuals who are following and harassing them were also harassing other women on the street, grabbing their yeah. butts. That's the stuff that's on camera. At least the, the they vocalize that it's yeah. on camera and these two individuals have not been charged they were held in custody briefly and then they were let go not charged none of that and there's been numerous reports about the treatment that asap rocky has received some things went against the law for example he was arrested and the american embassy in sweden was not notified that is against the law there have been a number of different reports supposedly he's in solitary confinement only getting an apple a day his swedish lawyer disputes that but then the other people are saying no it's a big mess right now there's there's a bunch of different angles that we can approach this on so do you have any other details to, to to fill in Nah, not really. I mean, I think you captured it pretty well. The the one thing that I'll say is that it's been interesting how this kind of story has rolled out. Yeah. Um, when it initially came to be, to me, it kind of felt like an echo chamber yeah. because there were certain people that were like, oh, he's black. He has golds in his mouth or whatever. He's a thug. He's He, he got what he deserved, mm-hmm. right? Then there was the other side. I mean, we all know that ASAP Rocky, you know, in his own right is is a bit of a sex symbol, right? Like he's women like ASAP Rocky. So, mm-hmm. you know, all of a sudden there was this angle of him being this, you know, women's rights icon. <laughs> and there's a clip oh, where yeah, a girl, yeah, yeah. you know, they're kind of going back and forth with these guys. And a girl comes up and says, one of the guys grabbed my butt, right? Yeah. So the issue is like the street footage, you kind of only see the first, the first video that came out was just them stomping this guy out yeah. right so so then that was the that was the one that the oh he's just a thug people jumped on mm-hmm. right um and then there's this other video where this girl tells him hey one of the guys grabbed my butt right so when that one came out then it was like the people on the other side were like vindicated like oh yeah asap rocky loves women right. he's he's a you know he's a freedom fighter you free free him he's a political prisoner right yeah. and it it w- the reason that was interesting to me was just that I feel like, you know, not to take it to Trump or, you know, other political news, but I feel like we're at this kind of echo chamber place where people kind of just use facts to support what they already believe about about people and things. Right. So. I, that was interesting. Well, welcome to planet Earth 2019. Yeah. Yeah. So it was just like it was funny because it was like I was like, OK, I, not to say that. I feel like it's he's justified in being locked up. Mm-hmm. But I was just kind of like not so quick to subscribe to like, oh, he stomped this guy out on, on behalf of defending this woman's honor. Yeah. And then on the other side, I also was like, I'm not going to root for this man to get locked up. You know what I'm saying? 
Yeah. Um, it's a really yeah. interesting situation. There's a bunch of different ways you can approach it. Before we even get into the political spectrum, particularly as it pertains to Kanye West, Kim Kardashian, Jared <laughs> Kushner, and Donald Trump, and even Pompeo, and uh, Michael Jeffries and whoever else commented on the situation. Before we even get to that, mm. it's really difficult to actually capture what happened because on one perspective, I mean, look, regardless of what these two folks did, mm-hmm. you know, there was only two of them and your entourage is like five or six people deep. Regardless mm-hmm. of what they did, it's difficult to defend stomping them out if it, unless it was really necessary. Unless they put a gun mm-hmm. on you or a knife on you, it's really difficult mm-hmm. to, to kind of defend that. That yeah. being said though, ASAP Rocky is clearly on camera saying, hey, look, these folks are harassing us. They've been following us. Yeah. We're trying to tell them to go the other way. There's a language barrier. It felt barrier. like a setup, bro. It does feel like a setup. and the, it, it feels like a setup. The interesting yeah. thing about it, too, is that these, when you think about someone from Sweden, these weren't some, like, blonde-haired, blue-eyed white boys. <laughs> these were, from what I can tell, Muslim immigrants. That's the story I've been told. They appear as if, like, they don't look naturally Swedish. They look like they're from another part of the world. I don't know what part of the world is from. I'm not sure if they are Islamic or not. But what does that have to do with the story? I'm sorry to interject. It's not the reason why it matters, but it's another facet in the sense that Mm. supposedly there is, not supposedly, but there's definitely an issue of how Muslim immigrants are being treated in Sweden right now. But then it's also mm. the issue of like, if you're going to set up Aesop Rocky, why why these two? Who knows? Like, my, my point is that there's a bunch of different things going on and it's difficult yeah. to kind of like wrap your head around it. And then you get into yeah. the fact that Trump reached out because Kanye West <laughs> and Kim Kardashian reached out to him and yeah. they're best friends. And <laughs> Trevor Noah discusses bril- brilliantly on The Daily Show the fact that like the uh-huh. president of the United States still doesn't understand law and doesn't understand right. that other countries have their own law and own way of doing mm. things. And it's like, look, like I can't just let these people out of jail because we have our due process, even if you don't you respect it. You know what's it. interesting, it's, though? It's hilarious. You know what's interesting is, and I agree with that, and I think I did see the Trevor Noah thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's interesting because, you know, I, I don't know. I feel like in most established countries, um money trumps justice yeah and so you know i mean we're we're in a situation where where you know not to to bring back these these ferguson comments Mm -hmm. right but um you know we're we're going to get into the ferguson comments for sure but i want to get but hash this out yeah 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 so you know this is somebody who who has a a level of celebrity and wealth Mm -hmm. to where they feel removed from from the problems of of the criminal justice system because because in many ways the criminal justice system impacts people who don't have resources right so now you know we're in a position where let's be honest you know i mean tupac shot a a a cop in the ass yeah um you know i'm saying people have been stomped out people probably get stomped out by a celebrity's entourage every week in hip-hop that happens all the Uh, time supposedly drake's entourage is vicious (laughs) dog russ's entourage is beating people up like that's just a normal part of hip-hop for us but but the expectation, I guess, with with the way things work, at least in the United States, is the same way, you know, Donald Trump is immune to the, the criminal justice system. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe not to the same degree. It's a but, witch uh, hunt. A famous, it's a witch hunt. <laughs> right. A, a famous wealthy rapper should be able to 
pretty much get away with it. Yeah. I mean, this just was is essentially a skirmish. It's an everyday thing. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, while you're right, it, it, he's kind of dead to rights in that you see him on video beating somebody up. This is something we see in our society every day. Yeah. And the criminal justice system will look the other way. You might get a small fine, you know, some sort of small community service and you keep it moving. It's, so I can understand why he would be surprised to now be locked up for three weeks behind Well, it, I know? don't know if he's surprised or not because we haven't really had a, a chance to hear from ASAP Rocky. But mm-hmm. I am surprised that he's still locked up for the exact reasons that you said. Because mm-hmm. I remember when this first became a story, it's like a week and a half ago when I first got wind of it. And I kind of brushed yeah. it under, you know, under the bed because I was like, well, fuck it. You know, he's ASAP Rocky. He'll get off. And now I'm kind of getting into the weeds a little bit. And it's it's really interesting because, um, again, we're recording this July 23rd. Supposedly on July 25th, they're supposed to make a determination about whether or not they're actually going to go to trial. And that trial date oh, would wow. start mid-August. But the other issue, too, is that supposedly mm-hmm. under the Swedish law or some kind of law, that if you detain someone like that and they're found, there's no charges or they're found innocent, mm-hmm. that that person who was detained is then owed whatever finances yep. what whatever income they would have lost and i think that they projected that out well. it would have been two million so it's mm-hmm. it's interesting that they would still continue to detain him given that mm-hmm. there is solid evidence that they've been harassed and that those other folks did assault them you know yeah. what i mean there's there's solid evidence mm-hmm. of that so if you and yeah. he's got a large financial backing at least yes. a large enough to really make this an issue. That if you are the yeah. Swedish prosecutor or whoever it is who is really trying to, you know, um, stick it to ASAP or make a name for yourself, like you, mm. I'm surprised that that has gone this far. Because That's reason number one yeah. why I think there's more to the story. Sure, but but I mean to to take it back, you know, five thousand feet to the the initial discussion that I had with this individual mm-hmm. that that kind of kicked off my interest here um is is that a couple things one, I feel as though now we've almost made this like a a, a Trump versus mm-hmm. you know versus black people thing to where people are like, oh well, if Kim Kardashian, Kanye West, and Trump are are on his side, then I'm against him, right? And so, you know, when we went back and forth in this discussion, I told him, I said, look, um, you know, I think that this person made very dumb comments. Mm -hmm. However, the only only evidence that we've seen is that there was a fight. Yeah. Um, And I don't believe that he deserves to be detained and imprisoned based on the evidence that we've seen. So I'm not gonna root for a black man to be locked up for basically doing nothing. Mm-hmm. Now, if he raped someone or if he touched a child or, you know, you know, if he did something like that, like like if he did something that was, you know, then I'd be like, throw away the key, do whatever you gotta do, yeah. that's it. But, um, you know, now we're in a position where to stick it to Trump, we want to celebrate a black man being locked up. So do you up. think that's what's going on? Because I don't think it just... I, I think that this would be the same story or the conversation, the debate that you're having amongst your friends, what we're uh-huh. seeing on Twitter, online. I think it would be the same thing regardless of whether or not Trump was involved. Nah, I think this is cancel culture. I yes, think but I don't think that are has saying, anything to do with Trump. I think he might compound it. Yeah. But I, don't, I think that even if he were not involved, we'd still be having the same debate. Possibly, uh, but I think I think there's just there's another element to it. I keep hearing Kanye and and Kim and Trump's names thrown into it okay. as like a 
haha especially when remember when trump did his tweet he said yo look i talked to the prime minister i know he's got my back we had a great conversation <laughs> then the prime minister's like fuck that dude he doesn't know shit about our, our justice yeah. system we have to process you know, so, over here <laughs> right so i think that was actually the the response from the pm was the the impetus for the guy being like haha you right asap rocky's locked up um but you know what i said to him was i said look um if you think about this in terms of his comments and his statements, you know, um, and we should probably go into that next. Um, you know, this is somebody whose home team really is who, who he said it, it is. Um, Hollywood, Beverly Hills, Soho. Um, that's Kanye, Kim, Trump. Yes. Right. So so those people really did jump up and go to bat for him. So yeah. that that's wh- who he said were his were his people. Those are his people. And they really are holding him down. You're now, referring to ASAP Rocky. ASAP Rocky. Yeah. Yes. But now, you know, if that's the home team for him that's backing him and the away team is the criminal justice system, yeah. I am not going to go root for the away team. So at the end of the day, I'm happy that he's got his home team. Those are his people that are, are riding for him. You know, it doesn't take much for me to stand out of this, this you know, debate and not go and root for the criminal justice system yeah. to detain and imprison a black man for what seems to basically be nothing. Um, so that, I mean, that's kind of my take on it, or that was my take in that, in that argument. But, um, do you want to go into the, the statement, uh, that he made regarding Ferguson and, and kind of how that's relevant here? So my understanding of that statement was back when the hands up, don't shoot, Ferguson, Black Lives Matter, Michael Brown, when all that stuff really started, you know, kicking up, somebody had asked ASAP Rocky why he wasn't out there on Front Street boycotting, protesting, making a statement, using his platform to be a positive influence of change. And his response, I'm going to paraphrase as best I can. I can read it because I got it up if you want. Please do that. Sure. So the the person said, do you ever feel like you're being used to address these issues? He says, they're not forcing me to do shit. I'm just going to be black and die. Mm -hmm. Why? Because I'm black. So every time something happens because I'm black, I got to stand up. What the fuck am I? Al Sharpton now? I'm ASAP Rocky. I did not sign up to be no political activist. I want to talk about my motherfucking lean, my best friend dying, the girls that come in and out of my life, the jiggy fashion that I wear, my new inspirations in drugs. I don't want to talk about no fucking Ferguson and shit because I live over there. I live in fucking Soho and Beverly Hills. I can't relate. I'm in the studio. I'm in the fashion studios. I'm in these bitches draws. I'm not doing anything outside of that. That's my life. That's his statement. All right. So this is from 2015, correct? Right. And so I think in 2015, that's what, four years ago. So ASAP Rocky would be what, 26, 25, 26, 27, sometime, some age around then. Uh, I can assure you that I said some pretty ignorant shit when I was that age. And I probably said some ignorant shit even as little as like six months ago. <laughs> so I don't want to necessarily defend what ASAP Rocky had to say. Mm-hmm. But I I will in the sense that I completely understand what it's like to have a look. I don't give a fuck attitude and to be pressed about it, to just give an I don't give a fuck response. And where I'm at right now and and the current time of my life is that, you know, I've always been a very judgmental individual, both to my advantage and to my disadvantage. 
it's rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. It's also helped me be able to, to pick and choose the best people to have in my life because I've, I've judged so much. But one thing that I'm trying to understand now is to differentiate like or, or to separate judging the action or the statement from the person and really try to mm -hmm. understand like what goes goes behind that. And it is yeah. very easy to receive a message from wherever you are in life and completely dismiss the entire person's perspective who said it. Now, of course, that being said, you know, when you hear me say something like that, it, it almost sounds like a defense of anyone who wants to say anything bigoted or racist. And I'm not saying that. But at the same time, I don't necessarily think that ASAP Rocky at that moment when he said that was trying to say anything disparaging towards michael michael brown i think in his mind he's like look it's very easy to say that like look fucked up shit like this happens every single day which is kind of where i am because me personally i'm not out here in the streets i don't go to these black lives matter rallies i don't do that that's just not how i focus my energy when it comes to being upset with the system i i can't do that I, it, i'm just not built that way and part of the reason why is because i know the fucked up shit happens every single day on this planet like to me the one of the biggest lies that this society american culture has has gotten us to believe is that like the world is a wonderful place and while it is capable of wonderful things and beautiful things all in all the world is a really fucked up dangerous place and i can see if you came from an environment where things were fucked up and i don't know about asap rocky's upbringing i don't know but i can see if it's like look i'm in my lane i'm doing this that and the other you know i can't be arsed with this right now i can understand why you would basically want to tell someone to, to go go off and, and and go fuck themselves because like it's just none of my business i don't really care you know, I, I what I'm saying is that I get it, but at the same time, like that doesn't necessarily mean that we should root for ASAP Rocky to have injustice uh, inflicted upon him. Now, that being said, if you're in the camp who can't be arsed about ASAP Rocky and you don't care about ASAP Rocky, I mean, hey, you don't have to care about ASAP Rocky. I'm not even sure if I care about ASAP Rocky, but I do recognize there's, there's an injustice in play. Am I going to go out there and protest? Am I going to get on the, 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 the Twitter and the hashtags and do all this shit? No, I'm not going to do that. I recognize what's happening to him is wrong. It is what it is. I'm recording this podcast with you. If I wasn't, I wouldn't even speak on the subject. Yeah. It's, it's kind of this weird dynamic where it's just like, I feel that, you know, people nowadays, if they feel a certain way about a subject, they kind of like want to go all in. And it's kind of dangerous mm. to do that because yeah. once you once you do that, you don't leave yourself any outs. And what if what if we what, what if we come to find out that ASAP Rocky is completely in the wrong here, and you've been going to bat for mm. him? Well, shit. We're at the opposite end. What if you find out that he's completely completely been the victim of injustice because you don't care about him? You're going to tolerate that injustice? Like that's problematic too. How far down the rabbit hole do we really want to fucking go? Yeah, you know. So I, I agree with the end of what you said. I actually mm -hmm. don't agree with what, what you said about his comments. Like, sure. I, I think that I think that the comments that he made are wrong. Um, and I, I think that I'm not saying I agree with him. I don't. Yeah, agree. And I what, what I'm saying is like, but I, I think that 
you know, the beginning of what you said, I, I, I very much agree with, which is, you know, we're, we're human and, mm-hmm. and we have room for growth. And, and I probably said some dumb things at 25, 26, 27. I probably said some dumb things last week. I probably mm-hmm. said some dumb things an hour ago. Like I, I agree with you that like, you know, this cancel culture has gotten so bad to a point where we black people who day after day, you know, some of us do be out here marching with Black Lives Matter, talking about, yeah. you know, the injustices of the civil or the justice right, the justice system. And then, it, you know, in the same breath, we'll root for a black man to be locked up because yeah. of the fact that he made some stupid comments, you know, five years ago. Like it doesn't it doesn't match up. And so, like, I feel like it's it's OK to sit one out every once in a while. It's OK to, you know, to not jump on the bandwagon to either cancel someone or worship them. Like, you know, you, you, I agree with you. Like, we're at this point where we just we're so far in one direction or, or the other. Um, and sometimes it's OK. Also, I know we're in a, a point of moments and everybody wants to be a part of the moment. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's OK to, like, wait and, and see how things shake out. Now, I'm saying that as we're recording two days before we find out what's actually going to happen to ASAP Rocky. Yeah. Uh, But, you know, I mean, I think in this case, you know, we are in a position where we're either rushing to crown this person as the next Nelson Mandela or, you know, say we knew it. You were just a thug. You're 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 a terrible person. You know, throw away the key. Well, Uh, even if he gets charged, though, that doesn't necessarily mm -hmm. mean that it's the correct decision. Right. He could be yeah. the victim of injustice. That's true. And That's my true. my point before wasn't necessarily mm-hmm. to defend ASAP Rocky, because personally, I don't agree with his statements, mm-hmm. especially I don't I don't agree with the tone of it. It's very dismissive of what happened yeah. to an entire community. Right. It's very dismissive mm-hmm. of that. And I think that ASAP Rocky should be smart enough to know that. A situation like what happened with Michael Brown could very much happen to where he grew yeah. up or whatever. And so I think that the dismissive tone is very is very careless and reckless and I disagree with it. My point is yeah. this, is that I understand that us from the peanut gallery, we want everybody who has a platform to use their platform to say the things that they believe in. And, and I totally mm. get that. But where I have to distance myself is this idea that just because someone doesn't approach injustice the way you do it doesn't mean that they're a bad person right Mm. um and if you want to believe that they are then fine you know what so so be it um yeah i you know i i can't necessarily dictate how other people think what kind of drives me nuts though is that like all too often I see people on social media, and I understand that this is actually a minority. It's a microcosm of of Americans. Uh, Just real quick, on a real quick tangent, sometimes I get the impression from, especially when we start talking about politics, that a lot of these Mm -hmm. progressive ideas and these progressive agendas represent like the new America where it's going, and that's not exactly true. (laughs) What it really represents is the Twitterverse. And the, the Twitterverse uh, really only represents like 15% of Americans. That's whether right. like left or right. Like it's it's a rather right. small percentage. And I think that because people live in these bubbles and they're constantly reinforced mm-hmm. with the echo chamber, like it's one thing to yep. recognize that you're in the echo chamber. It's another thing to actually step back from the echo chamber and recognize just how fucking small it is, right? Yeah. And that's yeah. what I think that a lot of these folks who have these 
these political opinions don't really recognize is that like not as many people feel this way that you do but let's right. but so let me just say get that out of the way right but mm-hmm. you know to, to continue on with that point though what i often notice is that a lot of these folks who have some of these opinions essentially they feed the system just as much as they hate it so okay mm-hmm. if you are a writer or like like um if you're a journalist or you're an attorney or you're a civil rights worker and your day job is actively fighting the system or whatever it is that you want to fight cool go ahead and do your activist work like i'm not going to get in the way because we need people like that to do the things that they're doing 100 percent. like if that's your focus yeah. but if you're yeah. like me and you're a web developer or you're doing whatever fucking job that has nothing to do with this stuff and in your spare time you're getting on twitter and judging people who disagree with you or who are not as activists as quote unquote you are I'm not going to say any negative things about you. I just don't care what you have to say. I, I just I just don't. Because the fact of the matter is that the vast majority of us who have some of these opinions are just feeding the system. We're feeding the same system that we disparage. And it's just mm. like, look, you can either actively fight it with 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 all of your with all of your energy, or you can accept the fact that, hey, look, there's certain things I can't control. There's certain things I can't control. There's certain things I cannot control. I can't control my life. I'm going to try to do the best thing that I can do, feed off the system the best way I can to help myself and my community. And mm-hmm. the reason why this matters to me, the reason why that I'm expressing it in this way is just because it's, it's the judgment that we have towards other people and the decisions that they make in mm-hmm. the sense that like, it's one thing to be having a, a, a conversation with someone and, and someone disagrees with you on something and you judge that interaction however you want to judge. It's another thing to say that, well, you're not actively out there in the streets. Therefore, if you're not with us, you're against us, right? Like, mm. I think that's the main thing right there is that there's an idea mm. right now and you kind of hear it a little bit with the squad. And I don't necessarily want to attack the squad. And of course, I'm referring to definitely you know, don't attack the squad because I'll, I'll come over there. I'm not. I'm not attacking the squad, <laughs> but I'm referring to you know Rashida Talib, you know AOC, AOC and and yes. Elon Omar. But I definitely kind of disagree with them coming after Nancy Pelosi, and I don't really care give a fuck about Nancy Pelosi mm-hmm. one way or the other, right? So I'm not here to litigate that. But I think that where they're coming from is this idea that if you're not with us to actively change these things then you're against us. And I think that for certain people can make that argument, particularly maybe they can make the argument because that is their day job. But where this argument that you and I are discussing right now is not coming from activist workers, it's coming from right. people who are in the peanut gallery, who have regular daytime jobs, who maybe we had these opinions that, hey, if you're not with us, you're against us, except in your nine to five and your day to day, you're doing things that are actively helping that same system that you despise. It's kind of like, what are you, what are you guys arguing against? The thing is, I, I, I disagree with you, and I'll tell you why. All right. Um, you know, the issue here is these issues that ASAP Rocky is being asked about mm-hmm. are issues that affect people of color sure. and people in minority populations every day, right? Yeah. And and you and I know you agree with me there because mm-hmm. you do. and I have we we we've talked about this stuff for a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, 
ASAP Rocky is someone who he came from Harlem. Um, he came up as a mixtape rapper. And these people in these underserved communities were the people that when nobody gave a shit about him and he was just some dirty kid from fucking Harlem, these are the people who elevated him and said, you're a king, you're you're a great person, you're a superstar, we want to support you. So, you know, I'm not saying everybody has to be a super activist or everybody has to have... To we know. don't know if that's the case for Ferguson, Alabama, though. Ferguson, Missouri, excuse me. We don't know if what, that's the case for mean? Ferguson, Missouri. We don't know if the that, folks in Ferguson, Missouri were the ones uh, supporting but, but him. But see... Ferguson isn't about Ferguson. It's about I, us. I totally so, get that. I totally get that. Right. But what I'm saying is, is that okay. if this happened in Harlem, it is quite possible yeah, but, that he would have a different tone. But so that that again, that's where I'm going to have to disagree because because at the end of the day, we we are all one person. So it's just one people. If yeah, that, that if that can happen debate, in if, if that can happen in Ferguson, that can happen in Harlem. So you know, for you to be a black person from an underserved community who makes music about the yeah. underserved community, who's supported by people in the underserved community and be like, yo, fuck all them people in the underserved community. I don't really care about them because I'm in Beverly Hills. How the fuck did you get to Beverly sure. Hills? Oh, no, like, no doubt. And that's no what doubt. people's that's what people's frustration is, right? They're like, okay, you know, he didn't have to necessarily say, look, I'm about to be on TV every night, like Talib Kweli, I'm about to get maced and tear gassed uh, to make sure y'all know that I'm standing here, I'm Killer Mike. He didn't have to be Killer Mike, but he also didn't have to be like, yo, all that shit's inconsequential because now I have money and I live with these rich I, people. I you totally know get that. And like I said, I think that his tone is completely dis dismissive and disrespectful, which is why I disagree with what he had to say. Mm -hmm. My point though, is that I don't think it is up to everybody to actually be an activist. Yep. And I, I think that what happens in these situations is yeah. that people were like, well, unless, like if you're not fully with us then you're against us. It, right. it ba so basically like, even if he wasn't dismissive and even if he wasn't disrespectful and even if he just opted out, some people might look at that and say, well, you're not helping. You're like, you're not using the, the, your platform to, to help fight these injustices. And that's where I'm kind of like, very true. It's, this, is, like this, is, this, is, this is a tricky situation. And the other thing too, I just wanna, I have to disagree with the idea that like we're all one people. I love it in theory. Um, and I used to feel that way. And I still mm -hmm. wish that I could feel that way. Unfortunately, I'm not sure if that's the case. I don't know what that means anymore. And I think that that's so, something that we often say. I think it's can something Can I give that, you an example? Go ahead. A very direct example is ASAP Rocky today. Mm -hmm. His black ass is in a fucking Swedish jail for yeah. three weeks for something that G-Eazy just did two months ago and yeah. paid a $3,000 fine and left. Yeah. So like you can, you can Beverly Hills Soho all day. But mm -hmm. at the end of the day, you are a nigga, just like the rest of us. Fair. We are niggas. Like, it just Fair. is what it is. So, so like, you know, I, I feel you, right? Like, like a yeah. lot of life is about have and have nots. And in, in many ways, that sometimes trumps, um, you know, no pun intended, trumps the color debate and the, the yeah. you know, rural and, and X, Y, Z, right? Like, a lot of times, the socioeconomic piece is the biggest piece but at the end of the day like if you are black you are going you are black the first thing somebody sees about you is that you are black and true. so you cannot turn off that part of your brain that reminds you that you are black because one day somebody's going to remind you that you're black and so you know not to be on now on the other side of the of this debate with the people that are celebrating <laughs> him getting locked up but yeah, like okay now 
now you're down to earth because at the end of the day, you thought you thought you weren't black and you thought that these issues didn't impact you, but actually they do. They, sure. You're, you're, we're one. That's sure. what I mean by when I say we're one. You and know what I'm saying? I can't counter anything that you're saying because obviously when we talk about blackness, that's, you know, that's, that's something that's very evident. That's something that black culture regardless of where you are in the world, it's something that you're going to have to deal with. Shit, even if you're not right. from Africa and you're black, that's something that mm-hmm. you're going to have to deal with. The odd thing, though, I remember we were talking about, we were talking to Panama about this, and I told him why I don't right. always feel black. And mm-hmm. I told him, basically, I broke down everything that you just said. And he said, well, we can't really use that to define blackness, right? And it's mm-hmm. like, it's, it, I'm not necessarily saying that I'm, I'm, I'm going off of what Panama is saying. Right. But... The point, though, is that like when we talk about like we are one, mm-hmm. it's hard for me to really get on board with that because I don't necessarily know what the black culture is definitively. I know that there are a mm-hmm. bunch of different definitions and there are a bunch of different contexts in which blackness means something or other, but it can mm-hmm. always change. It's very flexible. It's very fluid. And I think that while, while in this instance, yes, this is something that all dark-skinned people have in common. That doesn't mm. to me i have a hard time going from that place to that to that one acknowledgement where this is something that all dark people have in common to that makes us all one people and like i said I, yeah okay that's i that's want fair. us to all be one people i would love right. that would be the case but i think that there's so many other different scenarios in which that's not the case that it's hard for me to really wrap my head around that but like i said like i don't i don't disagree with you because i think that it would be who asap rocky to acknowledge what you said because you are not wrong but i can also understand why some people don't immediately jump to that like when they think about who who am i who's my culture who's my tribe they don't they don't necessarily jump to that because i mean like look you know maybe maybe when you're in the united states you're thinking hey like look where's my african tribe then when you get amongst africans you might see like well where's my nigerian tribe then when you get, you know, amongst Nigerians, you might say, well, where's my Hausa? Where's my Urobo tribe? You know what I mean? Like, where's my Edo tribe? So there's like a bunch of different ways to to, to distinguish us. And So here, here's, here's my issue, right? Like, so, and and this this issue goes way beyond what we're talking about now, sure. right? Yeah, but, we, we've gone on a bunch but, of different tangents, but go ahead. I know, right? I know. But uh, so, you know. I think this is one of the issues that we have. And, and it's funny because I see this in African culture as well as black American culture. But, you know, we get to where ASAP Rocky gets, you know, now now we're doing sold out stadiums and people yeah. are asking us if we're mad because we're doing a, a crowd of five million people and they're all white and they're saying our words and every third <laughs> word is nigga. Yeah. Right. So so now we feel like we're we're separated from, you know, our culture. Mm-hmm. But I mean, your name is ASAP Rocky. You were named after Rakim because your mother loves Rakim and you're from New York. Yeah. Like, so at the end of the day, this quote unquote shared experience that I'm talking about. Yeah. It's, it's interesting that people, especially people that look like ASAP Rocky. Right. Because I think what you and Panama are talking about as, you know, individuals of mixed racial background yeah i think is a little bit different from what we're talking about with with, with asap rocky um but like you know so we're in we're in a position where where asap rocky probably and i can't speak on his family situation because i don't i don't know his family but asap rocky probably still has family that's in the hood right like like people who are like blood related that he probably grew up around probably still live in the hood so you know 
this whole like oh i got i got money and so you know i don't know i don't know about all that like like that's willful ignorance it is because at that point in time you are intentionally pretending as though or or just ignoring and blocking out something that is that is very evident and very there intentionally right it is absolutely and so and so that 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 takes us even deeper to the issue of like you know black wealth and how there's you know there's a there's disparities in wealth in different you know communities mm-hmm. how do you how do you combat that well when somebody like fucking asap rocky makes a bajillion mm-hmm. dollars maybe they shouldn't forget that the people in ferguson supported them when they first came out like right. like th- this you know this is my issue so it's like you know yeah you you live in beverly hills you live in soho you know what i mean but at the end of the day like you come from a, a disadvantaged background of and a people that are disadvantaged and like don't forget where you came from Oh, you know, and if, I'd, if yeah. we need we need people like him to not forget where they came from. Absolutely. And like I said, I don't agree with the statements. I think that they were ignorant. I think they were dismissive and I think they were disrespectful. My yeah. point, though, is that I think it's not smart for us to judge him mm-hmm. for making those comments, mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. because we don't necessarily understand his perspective. And yeah. Injustice is not something that we should we should wish upon him because of that. Now, definitely, like I said, definitely if, if you don't feel sorry for ASAP Rocky and you can't be arsed to get out and support him, hey, fuck it. Like I'm not gonna judge you because I'm not gonna do that shit either. You know what I mean? <laughs> Look, I right. want him out of jail. You know what I mean? I want or I want justice served. So if that means that he's mm-hmm. innocent, I would like for him to, you know, get his reimbursement, get out of jail, get compensated, whatever. But I'm not going to like go out there and march for him. I have other right. shit to do. Just like he had other <laughs> shit to do when, when, when Ferguson was happening and he wanted to make sure that he got his money um, or he wanted to make sure that he could maintain his image or not damage his brand by saying something right. that could potentially backfire against him. Because that's one of the other things we have to consider as well. Yeah, and that's true. it's, you know, for as much as we've been celebrating Colin Kaepernick, I yeah. also like the fact that some people is like hey you know don't go after these other athletes who don't kneel during the national anthem because they have to protect their livelihoods and so i appreciate the fact that we are respectful of those athletes or those people with ha- with a platform who've chosen mm-hmm. not to u- do whatever you know utilize our platform to speak out against right. injustice because hey look they have to protect their livelihoods and i think that that is a, a smart thing to go now of course asap rocky makes himself a target when he makes this dismissive and disrespectful comments but hey yeah. look we've all said dumb stupid shit exactly. and you know and we didn't uh, go to jail for it <laughs> and a lot of these people Hopefully. that are making a lot of these people that might judge him and might say hey look you know he can go you know he can go kick rocks and and spend the rest of his days in that Swedish prison, guarantee you yeah. that if we really want to talk about some problematic shit, if we really want to go down that rabbit hole and pick apart everything that, that we've all said and done for however many years we've been on this earth, we can all do that. You know what I mean? So it's just like the, the judgment is kind of like, you know. <sighs> and additionally, to add to what you're saying, right? Like for anybody who, you know, feels that that way you know and, and wants to kind of celebrate this this situation yeah, that's a, i like will celebrating say, it like, like yeah i'll say look like if it's you versus the justice system i don't care what you said <laughs> i'm going to root for you yeah. and i don't care if you said something about me you might have fought me you might have pushed me down on the playground when i was five years old like i don't i'm not gonna root for the justice system 
to you know incarcerate you mm -hmm. like like i am firmly on the other side of that debate so yeah. even if it's a situation where i disagree with the person or i disagree with their livelihood or etc you know what i'm saying i mean i i gave the two caveats that, that and those are the main two off the top of my head right if you ain't rape somebody <laughs> you ain't mess with no little kids then yeah. you know what i'm saying like i'm not rooting for the justice system against you yeah so that's how i yeah. feel about this particular thing yeah i mean look it's it's crazy that we're talking about this on so many different levels it's crazy that it that it happened it's crazy that you know he's he's in jail because if you think about it right like let's say forget the celebrity if it was any random american citizen maybe he would have gone to jail and if that's the case then asap rocky belongs in jail right you know what though with given the facts that we have oh do you think that no. a regular person would have been because i feel exactly. like he was targeted exactly. it still exactly. seems that way yes 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 yeah, but, but, anyway, but that's my point anyway. no no but that's my whole yeah. point though right? right like maybe he would like ordinarily when i heard he got locked up i was like oh he'll get let out but it's like oh he's not let out so it's like okay this is this is this is odd this is interesting then you have the yeah. president of the united states getting involved and it's this yeah. president and now we're talking about it because we have black people celebrating the fact that he's in jail because he said some right. dumb shit five years ago. Like, right. what the fuck are we talking about? <laughs> Planet so Earth, weird, 2019. I mean, Dog, I think I think 16 just like turned the entire United States upside down. Nah, man, this has been <laughs> happening. This has been a slow progression yeah. since twitter has been introduced but in 2015 did you ever think that you'd hear asap rocky locked up in another country <laughs> so therefore kanye west makes a phone call to his wife kim kardashian who makes a phone call to the president who like yo this whole celebrity triangle and i mean you're yeah. right right like we we really reaped what we sowed here we've 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 worshipped celebrities for so long in this country that we've really we've really reached critical mass with it. it's but, yo um, it's, it's idolatry it's crazy it is, <laughs> it is it, dog it is idolatry it is it is textbook idolatry, which is which is from my understanding, a lot of you know what's in the good book is they speak against idolatry in the good book, right? It's not something yeah. like it's frowned upon. It's a it's a I'm not sure if it's a sin. Like I said, I'm not a Christian, but yeah, I understand like okay, it's a sin in Christianity. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, fine. I I recognize idolatry when I see it, and <laughs> what we have right now in today's culture is exactly the product of that. Yeah, you know. For sure. So you getting deep on them now? <laughs> I'm man. I'm just talking. <laughs> I'm just talking. All right. So do we have anything else to cover on the subject? Not a whole lot, man. I just you know keep your head up, ASAP Rocky. Uh, I I don't want you to be in jail. Uh, hopefully. We find out some more information about yeah. what happens and hopefully, you know, the verdict goes the way it, it should go. And, you know, I don't know. God bless to all parties involved. Yeah. So we're going to try to get this episode out uh, by Friday. That would be uh, July 25th. Uh, and just in case you guys were wondering where we were in the month of July. Yeah, we put out some episodes, but they weren't all that frequent. My computer completely like crashed on me. I had to replace the motherboard. So we had the spring recap part two, which we just released. 
we had that out. I was just about to like finish up editing it, recording it, send it to Yinka, and then boom, my computer crashed. We have another episode on the Black Eyed Peas debut album, Behind the Front, which we were doing a put you up on for Yinka. Yeah. We're going to get that edited and, and hopefully get that out next week. Um, so hopefully, you know, we'll get the SETI content back up and running. But yeah, we just had some hiccups. So, but anyway, yeah, that's, that's where we are right now. Yeah, man. Long live ASAP. Yeah, yeah. Peace. Peace. Spend my time drinking wine, feeling fine, waiting here to find the sign that I should take it slow. Here I go, here I go, here I go. Off again, the heat go to another dimension, my mind, body, soul, and prison, my eye. Probably going ballistic, but listen, I'm missing a couple of screws. They ain't never do drilling, Drew. You've been sipping away at the truth. A double side of wisdom, a do, 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 rolling Rolling dishes, blowing kisses to the bitches, holding biscuits. What's the business? Beat the sisters, go to business, blow the sisters, go to prison, go to church, and pray the Father, Lord, forgive me. And only God can judge me, and He don't like no ugly. I look so fucking good, most likes a fucking buddy. Yeah, I'm a piece of shit. I know I plead the fifth. I tell her, holler if you need some dick. The devotion is getting hopeless, but hold it, I'm getting close as my soul is. I'm seeing ghosts as a soloist, now a poet, hypnosis. Overdose on potions, adjusting to the motions and getting out of my Every emotions. Every day I spend my time.